Sustainability is a word that gets thrown around for everything. But how do you think about sustainability and how do you, you, you think about it every day, particularly in what you wear? So Kasia Abdu is our guest on today's Big Ideas Welcome podcast, and she thinks about it every single day. Y'all, this is Chris McAdoo. As always, honored to be in your ears, and as always, honored to share these incredible stories, uh, especially today with Kasia from the 100 Knoxville Business Accelerator Program from the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center is a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, otherwise known as the Maker City. Uh, and I'm also stoked to bring back to the mic the one and only Jalen Baker. So, guys, I am introducing you guys to Kasia Avdu today. She's the founder of Donde, which is a lifestyle brand of sustainable clothing. And she's literally saving the planet one garment at a time. Um, she recently graduated from the 100 Knoxville program, a program started by KEC with a goal of growing Black-owned businesses by $10 million in five years. And in this episode, she talks about her aha moment when she realized that she was over-consuming. And she realized she wanted to do something about it. So I'm excited for y'all to hear more about her story and hopefully be inspired to shop more sustainably yourselves. And y'all can learn more about all of the things we've just mentioned. Uh, Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, noxyc.com, 100Knoxville, 100Knoxville.com. And thank you to supporters like Bank of America for making all of this possible. Y'all, here is a wonderful conversation with Jalen Baker and Kasia Abdu. Kasia, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Good. Good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I'm so good. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, Me too. I'm so excited. Um, So I know that you are the founder of Donde Clothing Mm -hmm. Line, um, which is focused on sustainability first and foremost. Yes. Um, How did you kind of find your niche to to realize some of the issues that were in the fashion industry? Yeah get to the place to start your own thing? Yeah, well, um, I've always really loved fashion and I was always like that person that was like on my computer making like outfits with my cart on website. Yes. Um, and so I was an over-consumer myself. Um, I just always like wanted the next thing, the new trend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like in the past few years, like you just started seeing more and more like what the factories were like and they were all overseas. None of them were in the United States. Um, and of course it's for a reason it's because it's cheaper to produce over there. And so when I started learning more and more about the issue and how those people were treated Mm -hmm. and just also like the toxins that like go into like over processing just in the fabrics. Um, once I like read up on it and I did my own research, I was like, Whoa, I I need to change Mm -hmm. some of my shopping patterns. Um, And it was kind of hard at first because I feel like in a way, sometimes it's not very like attainable. Yeah. Um, It can feel like a really big issue. Yes. How can you tackle that as a single person? Exactly. Um, And somebody who like had my favorite brands, like how do I just like find like new brands? Yeah. um, So, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how I like made the transition to sustainability and why okay. I wanted to 
uh, be more aware of it. Yeah. yeah. And the name Donde, tell me, I, I know that it means, it's meaningful. Yes. It has a, a couple meanings. So tell me why you yeah. chose that name. So it actually does have a lot of meanings. And as I was like starting the company, I was like, whoa, it has a lot more meanings than I thought it did. <laughs> but um, it started out of wanting to honor my Puerto Rican heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do something that was a little different. Obviously, there's a lot of companies out there like I wanted a name that stood out and Donde felt like it Mm -hmm. because it's not only like the meaning of where like geographically but also like has another side of like literally wearing clothing on your body and Mm -hmm. so that's why I wanted to choose the word and it just all kind of fell into place with like wanting to like honor my background and then also wanting to like to like use that as a twofold of like where your clothing comes from and also yeah. what you're wearing on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where it came from. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You speak of um, honoring your Puerto Rican roots yes. and like that being a big, important part of your, just who you are. Yeah. Um, tell me about your family and mm-hmm. growing up. What was it like? Yes. So my mother is um, Puerto Rican mm-hmm. and my dad is African-American, specifically Moroccan. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, there's just always been a lot of culture in my yeah. family, like especially from both sides, honestly, like obviously both like give a little, a little something different. Yeah. Um, like my, whenever my fiance talks about like m- my background, he's always like, you have a little bit of the spiciness that comes from like being Latina. And then, you know, you just have the, like all the history that comes with being African-American. Yeah. Um, and I really felt that growing up too, like within my parents, like my mom, she always spoke Spanish. I unfortunately did not gain any that, Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> and so I feel like a fraud sometimes. No. But um no. so yeah, that's that's how I grew up. They were like always I feel like I was always aware that I was different than the people I was around. Okay. I was always aware of that. Um mm-hmm. and it wasn't a bad thing to me growing up, but I just feel like my parents were not like trying to be something that they weren't yeah if that makes any sense at yeah. all yeah yeah teaching you all about your roots and, mm-hmm. and staying true to that my dad really cool. especially I feel like yeah he just kind of honors that that's very yeah. cool um is your family or I guess when you think about your business and kind of the lifestyle that you want to live mm-hmm. living sustainably um are our family and friends kind of like buying into the idea? How how do you share that with <laughs> with folks? Yes, I've actually found like my friends. They'll be like, "I bought this shirt, but it's not sustainable." <laughs> they'll be like, "I got it from Zara." Don't judge. And like my close <laughs> friends, I'm like, "Come on, mm-hmm. like you know, I it's like we've been I'm, talking about this." Yes, I'm like, you can try a little bit harder to find something that is a little bit more sustainable. Um, <laughs> but like. Other friends, like, I feel like me and, like, my core group really love to thrift. Yeah. And so we're all kind of, like, on the same, like, um, repurpose, like, resource. Um, So, yeah, a a few of them are are buying into it. And um, a few of them are still, like, on their way. But like I said, it's, like, sustainable clothing 
it just feels kind of hard to like dive into that world sometimes. And I think people like find it a little daunting mm-hmm. at first. So it's a mixture. Right. I mean, on one hand you could like throw out all the clothes that you have and be like, right. I'm going to be sustainable. But then right. also that's a lot of waste. So you kind of have to piece yes. by piece yeah. change your wardrobe yeah, around yeah, yeah. maybe. And the clothes that you have, like you don't need to get rid of yeah. um, because it's adding to like the waste. Exactly. But like just like moving forward, what are you choosing to buy? Exactly. Really? Very cool. Mm-hmm. How do you go about uh, sourcing and curating the pieces that you come across? Like yeah. some are vintage, some are yeah. new. Yes, uh-huh. some are new. I actually pulled back on vintage a little bit. Okay. Um, when I had, when I was in the cohort with David, he was like, so what are you? And I was like, you know what? That's a really great question. <laughs> Let's figure that out. And he was like, you should start with something. You should just start with one thing. And like really do that one thing. Okay. And when I looked back at what that one thing was, I wanted to source new clothing that was sustainable and like really highlight those companies. So I've pulled back on the vintage a little bit. Okay. Um, But sourcing is my favorite part. Like I said, like when I was younger, I would make outfits like on (laughs) websites, like, and just have it sitting in my cart. They're just sitting in the cart out there. Yeah. And when I was at UT, I wanted to be a buyer. That was like, my dream is to be a buyer. I have to be a buyer. Like I did the whole like intern in New York. Like Mm -hmm. I got to do this. Um, so, so yeah, I, I reach out to the companies. Um, at first I did research on sustainable brands. Like I had some that I was already shopping myself, others that I was interested in. Okay. Um, and then I also use platforms, um, like wholesale platforms to kind of do that research too. Okay. But I enjoy, I really wanted to emphasize reaching out to smaller companies. And so I enjoy that most, like emailing that literal owner of mm-hmm. that small business in New York and be like, hey, I have this idea. I'm, Let's collab. Can, we, can, I, like, <laughs> can I buy some of your clothes wholesale? And yeah. that's kind of how it's like worked out. Okay, very cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, as far as like accessibility for just like the average consumer, mm-hmm. I think of it, there's like an educational piece. Like you kind of yeah. have to do your research and dig into where is this coming from. Yeah. So it's really nice that you've done the legwork. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. Like, Hi, I'm trying to. This is sustainable. The, the, the desire and the hope is to like be a place where people are like, I want to shop sustainably. How? And right. for me to be like, this is how. Here's These how. Are all the brands. Mm-hmm. Buy my clothes. Have a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, tell me about your experience in the 100 Knoxville program. Mm-hmm. You mentioned David, David Harmon, yep. um, who was your mentor. Yes. What are some of the main, like, yeah. life-changing things yeah. that you came away with? And this is, even this if they're is, small, this is his building. This Not, is his like, building. Is we're his, we're in his this. building. David. <laughs> Speaking of David. David. Um, the 100 Knoxville program was really amazing. Yeah. It really, really was. And I would have never, like, I, I didn't even know it was a thing, like, a few years ago. I didn't even mm-hmm. know that the Entrepreneur Center existed. Um, it was just really, really amazing. And to like have, to have this, like it just felt like very rare in this world, yeah. like specifically for like African-Americans, like who are trying to be business owners. Like that yeah. seems rare to like have help specifically for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just really amazing to like be able to work with people who looked like me and 
Um, yeah. And our, um, I don't know what you call Candace's title. I don't know what you the facilitator. Call. The facilitator. Extraordinary. She was exactly <laughs> what I needed. Yeah, like she Candace is, is awesome. amazing. And she just has like that, like she pretty much like every week was like, girl, you need to like get it together pretty much to sum up what she would say to me. And a little like, nudge in the pants. Yes, every yeah, once in a while. yeah, yeah. Because I do feel like I have more of like not a timid personality, but like I don't want to force anything on anyone. Yeah. And so I feel like I go like the opposite, like mm-hmm. extreme opposite. Um, and she was like, no, like if you want to have a business and you want to make money and you want to be profitable, like you have to put yourself out there yeah. and be proud of it and like speak up. And those mm-hmm. were just like the things I really needed to hear. Um, and David was amazing. I mean, he's such a good guy and everything he said was just like, Oh, I never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. Like I would go home and be like, wow. <laughs> a um, lot to unpack throughout yeah, the day. Yeah. But That's one awesome. thing he did tell me that has stuck with me. Um, like in the beginning he was like, what are your challenges? Like, what do you struggle with most? And I was like, um, I just feel like I have to be the brand. Like I have to like embody like what Donde is. Uh-huh. And to an extent that's true. Yeah. But he was like, that's unhealthy and hmm. that's not sustainable and you're going to get burnt out. And I was like, Yes, wow. you're very right. He was like, <laughs> you can be the brand and also be disconnected. Right. And so that was like really relieving for me because um, I just thought I had to like give him my all like 100%. Like, right, right. Like go for it. And, I, and there's, there's a healthy way to do it. Um, but I just think like we see people on social media like posting every day, like mm-hmm. updates, like constantly hour on the hour when like you can set like pre-made stories and posts and it's gonna be fine and nobody's gonna know yeah exactly um so that was my favorite advice because I struggled with that a lot in the Mm -hmm. beginning of like feeling like are people gonna like this yada 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 and he was just like no you 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 have to disconnect or you're gonna you're you're not gonna do this in a year or two so that was my favorite advice that's really really good advice yeah Speaking of like disconnecting, stepping back, what mm-hmm. are some of the things that you do just for you, for fun, mm-hmm. to just not have to be on all the time for the brand? Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a really great question. <laughs> um, I feel like I have little things like in my day that like I like to do, you know what I mean? Like take my time, like go to a coffee shop in the morning, like be calm. Yeah. I'd like to say that like that I do things like throughout the day that like relieve me of like my mind and stress. And right. that wouldn't really necessarily be <laughs> okay. true. Like I'd like to say like, I read a book for like 30 minutes of the day mm-hmm. and like I do this and this and that, but no, maybe one day, maybe you one day. Baby I'm not going to lie and say my character, like my personality is to just like constantly be overthinking all day. Yeah. So, but same girl. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's like turn off. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's hard. But I'm, I mean, even just like the concept of starting your morning slow mm-hmm. or, you know, regardless yeah. of all the things you have to do in the day, it's right. good to be able to, I'd like to be better at that. I set my alarm clock at like six and I don't get out of bed until like seven thirty. And you know what? There you go. It's okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, 
So tell me about like how you've been able to bring the, your brand to the community, to the Knoxville mm-hmm. community and um, invite them into a shopping experience and all that. Cause I know yeah. you've done some fun little events. Yeah. So um, I do markets. That's mm-hmm. kind of how like I interact with the community. That was another thing in the hundred Knoxville program. It was like, getting people to trust you. And one of those things is going into like your media community. And when I first started Don Day, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to be online. Like Mm -hmm. that's the easiest. Like that's where like, we're kind of going in like the world retail industry and the world. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't even thinking about markets at first. And so I started signing up for markets, which has been really nice. And just like meeting people in person, talking to them, telling them about like who I am and like, what I do and yeah. what I'm trying to give, give to the world. Um, so that's one way. Um, I recently, I recently joined a like a women's group through yeah. through the WEI. I'm sorry, we we um, <laughs> women in entrepreneurship. Yeah, I was reached. Uh, a few people reached out to me, Anna. Um, um, I'm like butchering everybody's name, but. And they just said they kind of wanted to put like a ladies group together. And that feels yeah. really nice too, because it's like, a great group. I feel like I'm giving a little bit to them and they're giving to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Oh, and That's then awesome. I did a uh, clothing swap back yes. in the fall. Yes. And that just feels like a really good space to meet people and be like, hi, like I'm trying to be sustainable and I have all these clothes in my closet yep. that I need to get rid of and I don't want to throw them away. Yeah. So here you can find have a them. second home for them. Somebody yeah. else will love them. Yeah. I love so that. So I hope to do that every year. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I hope you do that every year. Yeah. I'm so sad to yeah, miss yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was like Easter weekend. Everybody was out of town. Yes. That's right. It yeah. was Easter weekend. It was uh, Easter weekend, but yeah, that's little ways I'm trying to like get myself cool. into the community. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, well, what is one way that Knoxville can support you? What, what would you ask of us? Yeah. Um, that's a really great question. I guess just like sharing, like right now, this is like a huge way to support my business. Like I just started in October, which it's almost like going to be a year. Um, but just like, I know. I know. Oh <laughs> Sometimes I forget I'm an entrepreneur and like I started, <laughs> I started a business. Like it, it doesn't feel like I should call myself yeah. that. Um, like you have a whole like work birthday coming up. Yeah, I do. I should throw a party. You should throw a party. I love a party. You should throw a swap. Ooh, <gasps> that's a great idea. Do a swap. Okay. There's, there might be a swap. Um, so yeah. Um, but I, I'm blanking on what we were just talking about because I'm just so <laughs> Anything excited else that about you the, need. the birthday swap. <laughs> um, really just like spreading the word, like just yeah. sharing with people like, oh, like I heard that like, I know about this business, like, and this is their values and like what they're putting out there. Um, yeah. Just okay. like, telling people. And do. yeah, word of mouth is really huge. It's huge. Word of mouth. Especially in a community huge. like Knoxville. Yeah. Like, and like even me, like if I go to the farmer's market, like I bring something home and my friend's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, you need to mm-hmm. follow, like, post, exactly. share. Like <laughs> these people are incredible. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the way to, way to do it around here. Yes. Build, building on community. Yes, I love it. Exactly. Well. Thank you so much for coming and sharing some of your story with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome Podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts.
Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxcc.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.